Well, big news from the province about housing that we're going to talk about now. Legislation is being tabled that will require municipalities to facilitate the construction of townhomes, multiplexes, laneway houses. I mean, essentially multiple forms of housing, more of it everywhere. And, oh, phasing out public hearings if it's already part of the city's existing city plan for development. All very interesting, right? So what do the municipalities need to know? What rules will they have to adhere to? Let's get into the details of this. Ravi Kalan joins us now, BC's Minister of Housing. Thank you for being here. Good morning, Sydney. Thanks so much for having me. So this sounds like a very big deal. What do you think this will do? What kind of a difference do you think this will make? Well, I believe this will uh, unlock the homes that we desperately need in our communities. Uh, I've said multiple times, you know, people are really struggling to find housing. You hear it on your show all the time. I hear it since I've become the Minister of Housing all the time. We've got young people, young families considering leaving the province because they can't find a place uh, that that works for their uh, income range. We've got seniors who are like, coming up to me saying, hey, my kids are moving to another area and I'm going to have to pack up and leave. And so, you know, what we want to do is we want to have housing. We want vibrant, healthy communities, but we want housing options available in all communities. And I believe that the legislation that we put forward yesterday is a major step in that direction. Okay, so why do you think this is needed then? Like were municipalities not doing enough on their own? Well, uh, first off, we have every community kind of trying to do different things at, at this at different times. And what was important for us was to say, here's the new minimum across the province. And so part of the legislation, we've said uh, lots that are uh, 3,000 square feet or smaller can now have three units as of right. Uh, lots that are bigger than 3,000 square feet can have four units. And, and bus stops that have frequent uh, um, access to uh, transit uh, near them, they can go up to six units. And I think that's an important step and to say this is going to be everywhere within urban containment boundary areas. So we want to see the housing already where the plans are for housing to go and not encourage sprawl. That's an important piece, I think, and certainly what we've seen in other jurisdictions, uh, in, let's say, for example, in Ontario, where every city is trying to figure out how to do this individually. We believe that housing is a responsibility of everyone in this province. Every community has a responsibility. And so that's why we're going province-wide. We'll talk about the phasing out of the public hearings then, because obviously that's a huge issue. Lots of communities see people who oppose these things and show up for these public hearings. Did you feel that was an impediment to the process? Well, certainly we wanted to create more certainty. Uh, and, you know, one of the most frustrating things that uh, I certainly have faced in this uh, in this role is having to relitigate decisions when they've already been made. I mean, how are we going to move forward and get the housing that we need built if we're constantly looking at decisions we've already made and trying to figure out if they were the right ones? So what, we're, what we've done with the legislation is done a couple things. One, we've said to communities, housing needs reports must be done and they must be done in the same format from every community because every community has been doing housing needs reports, but quite frankly, some have been picking and choosing things that they want to highlight. So now we've got a standard format. We're saying to local governments, you must update your community plans and your zoning every five years. So go engage with the community, talk to them about how much housing the community needs, come up with a plan to ensure that everyone believes uh, a plan that everyone can agree on. Uh, And once that plan is in place, let's get going. Let's start building housing uh, that we need in our communities. And so it's not about saying people shouldn't have a say. It's, It's actually saying have your say in the beginning. 
make a plan, and when we have the plan, let's work the plan so we can get housing built. Okay, so what are these? What are the new rules that municipalities will have to adhere to? Like, where is the booklet? Where is the guidance for them on that? So the site standards uh, will come after the legislation is passed. Uh, we've said the square footage, but part of that, what we've already indicated, is we would like to see because if we just said uh, three units, four units as of right. I mean, everybody will make their own rules, and we know that the challenge in getting this type of housing built is often in in heights and setbacks and parking. So what we said is we are going to put site standards in place, uh, and those site standards will be made public this fall, uh, not only for the public to see, but also for those communities to go away and do their planning. And uh, communities have till the end of June next year to have the bylaws updated according to our site standards. Uh, and if for some reason uh, they can't or they don't want to, uh, by default, our site standards will become the uh, the rules within those communities until such time that they update their rules. Okay, so why are the details then coming after the legislation is passed? Shouldn't this be something available so that we can all see it when the legislation is being discussed? Well, regulations with all legislation comes after the legislation is passed. Uh, I haven't heard of regulations being made public prior to legislation being passed. So this is just the normal process of how legislation gets passed in the legislature. We have the framework of what needs to happen. That is what's being debated over the next couple of weeks. And then the regulations come after that. Right. But site standards like the footprint, uh, setbacks, all of that, that, those are a lot of details that I think a, a lot of communities feel quite passionately about. Oh, no, for sure. And, uh, and they're important pieces of the entire pie. That's why we've already said the type of uh, square footage of the lots uh, that will have to be considered for three units, four units. We've already said that hey, if you were building housing somewhere uh, where there's no transit access, you know, you're going to need a parking spot per unit that you build. Uh, and as you get closer to transit opportunities, that uh, amount will decrease. So all those kind of um, details that local governments will have to consider depending on their situation is going to be important. Again, that's coming this fall. Okay, so let me ask you a question about just, I'll use Vancouver as an example here, because we're seeing a lot of duplexes being built in Vancouver right now because of the rules that changed. But then you can't have a laneway house, right, if you build a duplex. So what you're saying with these new rules is you can have a duplex and a laneway house? What we're saying, well, Vancouver, first off, is included in the, uh, into the three and four and six units. But uh, it's important to note that the uh, official community plan rules of waiving hearings is, does not, uh, is not applicable to Vancouver because they have a Vancouver charter and it's, it's completely different than uh, you know, all other communities. But yes, what we're saying is that the new rules we've put in place, it's my expectation that this will be the minimum, whether it's Vancouver, Burnaby, Victoria, or Kelowna. Uh, all communities will use this as, a, as their new base. Okay. So, and also if somebody wants to still build a single family home, they can do that. Of course. Yeah, no, I've said that multiple times. If, if a person wants a single family home and they can afford it, uh, then they certainly can. And, uh, and, and those how that type of housing will be still available for people. But what we're saying with this legislation is that when a single family home comes down and only a single family home can be built, that is just not viable for people. Too many people just cannot afford that type of uh, housing. And we need to be able to have more housing options available for people. And so this is enabling uh, a different type of housing that is more accessible to, to young families, to seniors, to, uh, to all people within the province. How soon do you think this could have an impact? Like how quickly do you think this could make a difference? 
Well, we believe the changes to the public hearings will have an impact uh, right away. Uh, and of course, communities have to the end of June next year to update their bylaws. But the economic analysis that we have, that we had done by independent organizations, uh, they believe that we will see a net increase of 130,000 units over the next 10 years. And so that's significant. That's on top of the housing starts that we already have. Uh, And so, you know, for us, uh, what we said through our Homes for People strategy was we need to unlock more housing. We need to uh, help streamline the process. So not only can we unlock the housing, but so that we can get to decisions, uh, get to yes in a much quicker way. And, And that's what we believe we've done with the yesterday's legislation. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you for having me, Simi. Stay That's, safe. You too. That's Ravi Kailan, BC's Minister of Housing, explaining in more detail the legislation uh, proposed yesterday, This dealing with uh, definitely expanding density all over the province, but essentially saying, listen, we are going to promote the construction of small-scale multi-unit housing in BC, and here's how it's going to get done. And that means they will allow a minimum a minimum of one secondary suite or laneway house in all single family or duplex residential zones out there. It depends on the size of your lot here too. If you are under 3,000 square feet for your lot, that means that they can have up to three units. If you're bigger than 3,000 square feet, you can have four to six units there. Uh, a, A minimum of six units in some areas that are zoned for larger properties, such as near frequent transit stops. I mean, there's a lot to this. Clearly, municipalities will have to digest this, figure this out, because if they don't figure out their city plans for what they're going to allow, then the province's rules will be the default setting, essentially. So this is going to be a big change for quite a few communities out there. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com. It'll be interesting to see how quickly this will start to filter down out there.